watching today. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. Um, thank you for all that you're going to do. We praise you and bless you. Amen. All right. So, Ephesians, Ephesians, chapter 1. Um, this is out of the, the Passion, uh, the Passion Translation. Yeah, the Passion Translation. And I'm just going to start at the beginning, although I think verse 2 is really where I want to start to, or 3. But anyway, it says, Dear friends, my name is Paul, and I was chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus the Messiah. I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus the Anointed One. May God himself, the Heavenly Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, release grace over you and import, impart total well-being into your lives. That's a pretty cool thing. That's a good blessing to have anytime. Mm-hmm. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful Heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And he chose us to be his very own, join us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. And then I'll read John three sixteen seventeen, which everybody knows. Uh, where is it? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Um, for this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its savior and rescue it. So now there is no longer any condemnation for those who believe in him, but the unbeliever already lives under condemnation because they do not believe in the name of God's beloved son. And here is the basis for that judgment. The light of God has now come into the world, but the hearts of people love their darkness more than the light because they want the darkness to conceal their evil. So the wicked hate the light and try to hide from it, for their lives are fully exposed in the light. But those who love the truth will come out into the light and welcome its exposure, for the light will reveal that their fruitful works were produced by God. Alright, so, Paul tells us, God chose us from the foundation of, the, of everything. Mm-hmm. He chose us. It doesn't say who he chose. It doesn't say he chose 144,000 people. Some people think that. It doesn't say he chose just the Jews or the children of Israel. It doesn't say he chose just those. It doesn't say he chose just those who believe in Jesus. It said he chose us. He chose us all. God created humankind to be his companions. He chose us. He poured out all of those blessings upon us. In another place, Paul says, you know, the gifts and the the uh, callings are without repentance. 
God gifts us. He blesses us. The, the good and the bad. The righteous and the unrighteous. The just and the unjust. He, he, he blesses everybody. And it's not because he's um, ignorant of how people are. It's because he chose us all from the beginning. And he wants us all to have that. Because Jesus came, because he sent his son into the world, because he loved the world so much, he sent his only son to die, to make atonement for the mess up that was humankind up to that point. He sent him, he sent himself, so that we could all receive those blessings. Now, and it even says, he didn't send him to judge the world. He didn't send him. In another place it says, I didn't come to judge. He says, I, you know, the Father gave all judgment to the Son. The judgment is right there. It's that people love darkness rather than light. God does not condemn us. We condemn ourselves. He already gave us the way out. It's an open door. It's an open gateway, an open pathway. All we have to do is accept it. Yes, we make mistakes sometimes. Sometimes we fail. We don't live life perfectly. But God already planned for all of that. He made atonement for all of that. If we truly receive him, if we accept him, it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean we're going to live life always without any temptation i mean jesus said you know there's temptations you know there is temptation but he'll give us strength to resist the temptation god doesn't condemn us you know i remember hearing people say well if god's really love then how can you send people to hell god doesn't send people to hell we send ourselves to hell Plain and simple, we choose not to be with God. And I think the basest, most basic definition, not basest, the most basic definition of hell is the absence of God. And that's where pe- sometimes people choose to be there. And there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. While we're here on earth at, with the kingdom of heaven at hand, we can encourage, we can love we can um live life as an example we can you know do our best to to help but we can't change that some people prefer to not be in the light we can't force them and we shouldn't but by the same token we shouldn't we don't have to be in the darkness just because we care about them. We can be in the light. And to be honest, if we're reflecting the light, when we step into the darkness, we're going to bring light with us. The moon reflects the sun in a really dark sky, and it brings that light with it. And that's how we are. We're, we're reflecting the sun. We're not reflecting... We don't... We're not a source of light. 
it'd be pretty pitiful if we were. So, no. But we're, honestly, we're reflecting his love. We're reflecting his life. And God already chose to pour out all those blessings on people. That's why the gifts of the Spirit and the blessings and the fruit of the Spirit, you can give and give and give and give. And the more you give, the more you have because it's all right there. It's already been provided, and all we have to do is just hand it out. We don't have to ever worry. You know, you talk about Santa Claus's never emptying bag. It, you know, the the blessings of God never go away. We can we can share and give and give and give, and never run short, and always have more. And so, just I mean, think about that. We just need to consider that we're so often and coming from the background that I came from which was a holiness background and and there's lots of good stuff in the holiness movement lots of honorable you know wise and wisdom and good stuff and there's some stuff that probably wasn't the best you know um, or it, I'm not even going to say that the stuff in the original holiness movement wasn't, it just spawned things that weren't necessarily the best. And we've seen that in churches over time, you know, judgmentalism, legalism, controlism, <laughs> controlism, whatever, you know, it just, and that's not cool. That's not what God wants. God God hasn't asked for us to, you know, he never put any person in the position of leadership so that they can control everybody else. Jesus didn't control everybody else. I mean, you know, the best example right there, Jesus looked at Judas and said, what you're going to do, go and do it. Get it over with. You know, that wasn't controlling. He could have, I, I, guarantee if Jesus had said, Peter, Judas is about to sell me out to the the priest, Peter would have beat the crap out of Judas and there would have been a whole different story after that. Because <laughs> that's how Peter was, especially at that point. I mean, you know, he's the one who took the sword to the garden when they were praying so that he could, and he cut the ear off of the soldier. It's Peter would have killed Judas if he had known that he was doing that. Just flat out. And then there would have been, uh, yeah, whole different stories. So, but Jesus wasn't controlling. He didn't, the, the most controlling he was was telling Peter to chill. <laughs> chill out, just, just chill. And that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to reflect his light we're supposed to encourage and lift up and help god's grace and mercy is already there we don't i know that there's i can remember reading things you know i don't know if i ever actually heard it in any church message per se but i think i probably did when i was younger in some 
we don't have to earn God's grace. We don't have to. I mean, there's nothing that we can do to earn it. But we don't have to change. To you know, they say, "Oh, you have to repent." You receive, and then you'll repent. That's the thing. I think that we have backwards so often. People hear, oh, I can't come to church because I can't change who I am. Well, nobody can change who they are. And God wants us to come with him, and then change will just happen. And it won't be painful. It won't be, it'll just happen. And it'll be like, oh, I'm different. You know, it might be slowly over time. It might be instantaneous. I've seen both. Um, So I'm just, just think about that. The blessings are there. Receive them. Accept them. Lean into them. If you're not perfect, join the club. Jesus didn't, you know, Jesus didn't say we had to be perfect. He said, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. He gave us the the ability to go towards perfection, but he didn't expect us to be perfect. He didn't say you've got to be perfect before you can enter the kingdom of heaven. If he did, there's not going to be a whole lot of people in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's not what God wanted. That's not what Jesus wants. You know, I I don't know. I just want us to think about it. So consider that. If you hear this at some point in time, just think about it. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.